Good morning, everybody. Uh, I might be catching you in the morning, I guess, afternoon. I don't know why I say good morning, but uh, I want to come talk to you guys today about um, something I just got done doing this morning with the JAG classes, classes I taught. We're starting our building our digital brand, and that is kind of the thing we're going to be doing the entire semester because we all are a brand, just like Nike, just like uh, Under Armour, just like Apple, just like Ford. We are our own brand, and it's important to recognize that because uh, not necessarily that we have to uh, you know, be on every you know, advertisement or on everybody's you know, timeline, so to speak, but we, we need to make an impact with our brand and understand that we can take ownership of who we are and our outcomes and our potential successes. And so as we want more opportunity, it can come by building our brand. And so what I talked about um, briefly with our students today and, and went over creating uh, the brand is that the brand is our image. Uh, the brand is our mission. The brand is what we value. And our brand is our vision. So it's not just who we are now, but it is ultimately what we see for ourselves down the road. Because we're, our goal should be to create something that is uh, substantial and that is recognizable, just like Ford, Nike, and Jordan. Those brands are recognizable. So needs to be our brand. And so a quote I always love to go to with this is Jeff Bezos. Uh, he's obviously the founder of Amazon. And he said, personal brand is what people say about you when you leave the room. And that really is interesting because when we leave the room, usually there's always some gossip going on, right, wrong, indifferent. There's, there's people gossip. Um, and, and maybe not so much the case you know, in, in talking anymore because people will do it you know, on Twitter or on, on social media. But your brand is what people say about you when you leave that room. And what do you want people to be saying? Do you want people to be saying, good, positive things, like they work really hard, they're really creative, uh, they really have good thoughts and ideas, they're going to put effort into what they do, or is your personal brand on the negative side where it's, hey, they don't really turn things in on time, they're sometimes half there, half not there, their attitude is uh, not very good usually, they don't really listen to what people tell them to, to do, um, they just, yeah. They, they try to do things their way all the time and they don't listen to instructions. That's not a brand you want to have. And so Jeff Bezos is a clear example of what a personal brand can turn into. Um, I just saw a picture of him the other day working in a, an old dingy office with uh, an old suit, shirt, tie on, you know, looked like he just pulled it out of the rack from, you know, some used department store. Um, he has a a weird sign on the wall that it looks like it was almost graffitied in that says Amazon.com. And it shows that humble beginnings um, with, but can work eventually. It's it just constant work that we have to put in, constant effort that has to go into building your personal brand. And not only has he built his personal brand, but obviously he's built the brand of Amazon, which is world-renowned. I mean, it, we, it has its own holiday, for goodness sake, Prime Amazon Prime Day. So. Your personal brand is what people say about you when you leave the room. So some goals I want people to understand and, and I think are, are good goals to have with building your brand. First, find and understand your strengths and passions. That is where your brand lies, bottom line. Your, your brand is what your strengths are, what you're good at, and what you're passionate about. So you need to find and then once you find those things, understand those things. Don't ever be satisfied with where you're at now. Always dig deeper, find more branch out, I'll look to expand those strengths and passions to the max. Create a social branding platform. 
Social media has a great role in today's world in terms of building uh, your brand. It can do a lot of harm and negative if used incorrectly, but it can create a whole lot of benefit for you uh, if you use it correctly uh, for building your brand platform. Now, I'm not also advocating for you to be on social media 24-7, 365, because that's unhealthy. It really is. Uh, but having uh, a, and developing a healthy uh, relationship with social media and how to brand yourself through that. Third, you need to develop a short elevator pitch, 15 seconds, uh, because let's think about it. Twitter, we ha only have so many characters. Um, sometimes a Snapchat, even though you can make it extended, you only have so much time. So how can we quickly make sure people are aware of our brand, what we stand for, um, and be effective with it? And ultimately, your goal with your brand is grow you. You are your own business, just like Ford is, just like Nike is, just like uh, yeah, any big business. You are your own brand. You are your own business, so to speak. Um, even though you might go to school somewhere or you work someplace, you need to grow you, and your brand will certainly do that for you. Um, there's a personal brand checklist I, I pulled, and there could probably be millions of personal brand checklists, but I, I shared this with students uh, not because it had anything that was you know, life-changing and life-altering. They've probably seen and heard a lot of these uh, things that they should get done just for life in general, um, like managing your, managing your office, managing your life, organizing things. That can be said for anything, uh, not just your personal brand. Uh, but I did want to mention a few of them. Uh, first, completing a personal brand assessment. That is something I had all the students do today and something you should do, where you evaluate where is my brand right now? What is my vision for my brand? What's the purpose for my brand? Who's my target audience for my brand? Uh, what, are, what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? Uh, answering some of those questions gives you an idea of where you're going. And so you always need to self-evaluate and see where you are at. So completing a almost a personal brand assessment or self-evaluation is a must for your brand. But what I really wanted to touch on was uh, this: the second third one. I, I combined them. Uh, speaking with clarity and then managing facial expressions and tone. Your brand is you. And as I'm saying this, I'm doing a circle around uh, my face. Your brand is you and it's what's up top. And it's not saying that you have to be a model or you know this perfect looking human being because that's not real, but it means that how you manage your facial expressions. Are you someone who's constantly rolling your eyes? Do you get, give eye contact to people? Uh, are your facial expressions positive or are they dismissive and negative? Do you use your ears, two of those ears, more than you use the one mouth? That's a good thing. Um, all those things matter for your brand and how you carry yourself has a huge impact on the brand that you have uh, and it'll quickly take away from your brand just as much as it'll help you and unfortunately you do one bad thing or a couple bad things with your facial expressions and your tone and what you say that almost eliminates everything you've worked for for who knows how long in terms of building your personal brand uh, you got to use social media online profiles so making sure those are updated you need to contribute to your company blog or website or school um, I threw it out to students here. Hey, we have a JAG Twitter account. If you want to take it over for a day, I'll let you take it over for a day because then you help people see who you are through the company, through the school, through the organization and team, and that allows people to branch into saying, hey, I want to follow this person. I want to see what this person has to offer. One of the last ones was network with at least three people a week. 
and maybe that number seems too high for you. So maybe you need to say, you know, one person a week. Uh, but this is very impactful on your brand. You have to get it out there to people. People got to know about it. You can build this great brand all you want, but if no one knows it exists, it's not going to do you much good. So networking with people is, is a must. LinkedIn does this automatically. I mean, we have connections on LinkedIn, and I think I've started to make that a goal for myself. Uh, I need to refine those numbers and make it um, concrete and definitive. But I, I think I've said to myself, you know what, I'm going to reach out and try to connect with X amount of people uh, a week, or I'm gonna just send out one connection to somebody per day. And whether they respond to it, whether they uh, connect back and accept it, it, that's out of my control. But what is in my control is trying to network with people. And so that is something you can do using LinkedIn. And then last, with your personal brand, you gotta be known for something. Bottom line, you have to be, have to be known for something. Uh, something that's a little different than maybe everybody else. There's obviously a lot of examples out there. I encourage you to look at those examples. See what other people have done in building their brand. And, and the reason I, I show it is some examples like Oprah or uh, Tom Brady or Gary Vaynerchuk or uh, The Rock, LeBron James. The reason I showed those things uh, and those people to the students was to help, help us understand that a brand is not necessarily a product. It's not necessarily a show. It is a person. There's a person behind all that, and that brand is what makes them great. And so you can develop your brand. So first, you gotta define your brand. You gotta know what you wanna be known for. You gotta know what you value, because what you value probably is gonna impact that brand you have. If you value sports, like I do, it's probably gonna be involved in your brand some way, somehow. If you value uh, cars and you like working on cars, well, that better be a part of your brand some way, somehow. So understanding what you value is, is key for your brand. And then what are you passionate about? Find that out, explore those options. And I got some students who are like, you know what, I'm passionate about five things and I really don't know which one is my true passion. That's okay, but we gotta figure out how we narrow those things down. Or we maybe find that, hey, I'm gonna take two or three of these passions of mine and smash them together to create this one mega-sized passion that will be really awesome for my brand. Um, because it all starts with defining your brand. If you can't define your brand and what it is, its purpose, it's not gonna be successful. Um, and you're gonna be building and creating for no reason. So that's backwards thinking. So you can't build your brand and build the things a part of your brand. You can't build a website, you can't build a podcast, you can't build whatever, and then go back and define it and say, this is why I'm doing it. This is the purpose for it. This is who I'm trying to reach. That's backwards thinking. Don't fall into that, uh, don't fall into that logic. Next, I want to remind you and, and others, you gotta be unique. You gotta offer a little something different. Doesn't mean you have to completely go off the rails and do something totally new, but if you do, that's great. But it means you have to do something a little differently that makes you stand out from the crowd compared to everybody else. So ask yourself, what stands you out from the crowd? What makes you slightly different? Again, everyone wants to be maybe in the music industry, but how do you do music differently than everybody else? So that way people will listen to it in a new way they've never heard before. Maybe your music is a little um, the same compared to everyone else, but your music videos are totally uh, crazy and they're really unique and they're really crazy and people love your music videos and that's what separates you from every other artist. Uh, so you gotta ask yourself, what can you do differently? How can you make a better product? Uh, you gotta make better content because content is king. How is your personality 
uh, different and how can you use your personality by not changing who you are but using it in a correct way to make sure your brand is there. And then the next thing, man, you have to work at it. You have to, you have to, you have to. There are no overnight successes. It's not a thing. And people make it after working day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, month out, year in, years out. And that's not a popular message to tell people that, hey, you might have to work for years before you make it. Not a popular message. And it's hard to understand and, and swallow, um, even for myself. It's hard to think, man, I might have to work and grind and hustle for a couple of years before anything might pay off. Um, not saying that it, it might not, and I certainly told students that, hey, I hope it works out for you. I hope you, you start and find something really cool and unique and you just blow up like that. I hope so, but the odds aren't always in favor of that. And so you have to understand you're going to have to work at it. It's going to be something that you con consistently and constantly have to be developing. And so do what you do and be great at it. And then keep working at it again and be great at it over and over and over and over again. And then you can eventually branch out too as you work on, work on things with your brand. So maybe you start by building a really good website. And then from there you're like, you know what, okay, I've worked on this website, I've built it up, now I'm gonna start creating a blog in the website or I'm gonna incorporate a store, online store uh, into my website. You, you start branching out. So you gotta work at it and you also can't just try to do everything at one time either. Be really great at a couple things and then branch out and get bigger. I like the quote from Barbara Bush, not necessarily talking about brands. I don't think she was a, necessarily a, someone who's looking out for her personal brand, but she said, you just don't luck into things as much as you like to think you do. You build step by step, whether it's friendships or opportunities. And, and both friendships and opportunities come from working at your brand, and they can be great outcomes and great successes. But you, like she said, you don't luck into it. You don't. You work at it. So creating opportunities for yourself means you ha might have to broaden your horizons. You might have to step out of your comfort zone and do something you never thought you might do before. Uh, so I, you know, for the view, it might be starting a blog. No one necessarily likes to write, but if you get to write about something you love and are interested in, you'll be amazed at what you can do. And it doesn't have to be a 99, 200, 300, 400 page novel. It can be half a page, a page, 300 words that gives you the chance to promote yourself and brand and thoughts and ideas. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's being a guest on something, being a guest on somebody else's podcast or being a guest blogger, being a guest on somebody else's vlog. Um, doing those things help broaden your horizons and broaden your network. And then you have to establish credibility and uniqueness. We all know fake people. We all can spot a fake brand after, after a certain amount of time. Like eventually those brands fall short and fall flat and they don't last. So if you want to create a, a lasting brand, you got to establish credibility so that people are like, I believe that. I buy into that. Um, we watched a video with Gary Vee, and he talked about, man, your personal brand is you being you 24-7, 365. Bottom line. You can't, if you are you 24-7, 365, people understand that is who you are. That's, that's not fake. That's not something you put on for show. Um, or just do for your podcast, and then you're a totally different person <laughs> when you're not doing your podcast. Like Establish credibility that you are you, that you are true to yourself, and people will buy into that way more. At least people, you know, I tell people, um, I'd rather have someone go up and tell, them, tell me if I ask them to do something, you know what, 
Mr. H, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Or coach, I'm not going to do that. I, I almost rather someone do that because at least they're being super honest with me and they're not trying to be fake and, and just be, I'm going to lie to you about it and then do something differently. So establish credibility that you are you. People can accept that, I think, a little more if you just, than if you just try to be fake all the time or you do it just to, to look good in front of others. Uh, so you have to remain true to yourself. You also, with your brand, you've got to establish some higher connections. And I mentioned the celebrity network to um, them. There's a reason celebrities hang out with other celebrities. They do that because they themselves, their individual brands get built up. Um, you know, you see all the photo ops. There's a reason they're all in paparazzi photos together. It's to help their individual brands and they get connected and it, it adds to their own fame, their own hype, and people want to be a part of uh, things that they are a part of. Uh, there's a reason movies and music stars collaborate on certain things because they understand that it'll only help their brand uh, as individuals too if they're a part of something that other people um, you will recognize okay it, it won't be quick establishing sometimes some higher connections won't be something that's immediate it, it takes time like I said with the LinkedIn I can send out 25 connection invites today in the next hour will all of them come back probably not uh, odds are that more than half of them might not even come back. It might take time. It might be a week before any connections come back. I've had times on LinkedIn where I send an invite for a connection and I don't get a response or an acceptance till a week or so later. That's, that's real. So understand establishing higher connections is a process as well. And higher connections are mutually beneficial. When you connect with other people and you collaborate sometimes on some things, understand it will help both brands out. Um, so establish some higher connections. You know, I look. I have a picture of Garth Brooks that I showed to all of them, and I'm not a country person, but he's got that song, you know, I got friends in low places or whatever. Well, that, we don't want that. We don't want friends in low places. We want to establish friends in high places. That only help our brand out. So a couple things, four things I, w I told um, students to do, and I encourage you to do as well. First, find and create one social media to use for job hunting in your career. Um, encourage you to use all of them if you can, but uh, if you already have social media, maybe you're like, you know what, I, I haven't been using my Twitter in the right way for the right purpose. I need to change it around and start using it as a way to be an active resume for myself and be a way that I can further my career and my ambitions. Or if you don't have any social media, maybe you need to create one or create a separate uh, page or an account for specifically that job hunting and career purposes. Two, add professional photos. and that doesn't necessarily mean you have to take pictures dressed up like you're going to the Oscars. No, it, what it means, at least in my opinion, it means that there's pictures that you can promote of yourself doing things that are a part of your brand. So if you're a person who loves cars, okay, you better, and wants to be a mechanic, you better have pictures of you working on cars, various cars, doing things on a car, underneath the hood, those things add to your brand. If you're someone in the health and fitness industry, well, you better have pictures of you working out or working, helping others, other people, coaching other people to do a certain exercise. Those are professional photos that add to your brand. 
So take it for what it's worth, but I mean, nowadays you, you can keep uh, the filter off or you can just add a few filters and you can make a really good picture off of your phone. Uh, that's all it is, and then you make it professional and it relates to your brand. Third, reference previous jobs and experiences. Experience is king. If you have experience, that is really, 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 really valuable. Uh, more valuable than sometimes a, a grade or a, in a certain school you went to or a program you were involved with. If you can say, hey, these are the experience I've had. I've actually done that before, or I've done this. I've set up an event. I've been a part of a group that organized um, a, a, an outing for a, a group of people. I, I put on a dinner. Um, I, I did this. I worked on this car. I coached 45 kids at a camp. If you can say you have previous experience, that is going to be super beneficial for your brand. So make sure you reference that. Make sure people are aware of your experiences and previous jobs because that will directly impact your next experience and your next job. And then fourth, look for ways to add content. Again, content is king. You have to find ways to uh, add content to the social media you have or the, the digital brand you have. You have to. Uh, content shows who you are, what you're about, what experiences you have. It shows you what you're doing. It shows people what you're doing now uh, so they can buy in to say, yeah, that person's really got something going for them. They're really skilled in this area. Uh, so that was something I, I wanted to share and it was very important for them. Um, I also gave some stats. I don't know if you, you know that uh, there's a wide range of people uh, that are actually 50 plus and older that are on Facebook. That's probably one of the most popular options in social medias for those types of people. Uh, there's, in terms of when people check and how many times they check it, uh, most people uh, check Facebook several times a day. In this survey that they had, 51% um, of the people said they check Facebook several times a day um, compared to Snapchat, 49. Um, YouTube was the lowest, or excuse me, Twitter was the lowest with 26. Although I guess it all depends on the person, but um, you know, knowing what platforms people check and how often they check it helps you understand. Hey, this is where I probably should post my stuff. Um, and then there's also an interesting look at you know the connection between certain social media. So, uh, like for instance, 73% of people who use Instagram also use Twitter. Or uh, another one is. Uh, this seems like low, but 41% of people use Snapchat uh, also have a Pinterest account. And so these connections are used by people trying to create their brand to know what areas do I need to focus in on uh, for creating content and giving um, up content. So all those social media stats that usually are, it seems like a yearly survey comes out on social media, is very beneficial for you in terms of promoting your brand. The last two things I left people with is two B's. One, be authentic and be real. Um, I guess that's one. Be authentic and real. Because again, if you're fake, you're going to get exposed. You won't last. It, it won't. Your brand will not sustain the long haul. And you, your brand needs to be in it for the long haul. That should be your goal, to not just be a quick uh, in and out type thing. And the two, it needs to be patient. Rome wasn't built in a day. But part of it was. So be patient going through the process, working at it, critiquing your work, failing, having some days where you're like, you know what, I created this podcast, it sucked horribly, I, I, it did not go well. And other days where, you know what, I, I did really well. Uh, but be patient in the good and the bad. Keep working. It's never going to be the right time, but it has to be now. 
so I encourage you to look at Gary V. I added, uh, show kids that because you know, while I can't show them everything because every other word is a swear word, I encourage you to take the time to, to look at his stuff or listen to some of his keynote speaks uh, speeches because there might be some things you agree with or might be some things you're like, I don't agree with it. But the only way for you to educate yourself and to build your brand is to get some of those varying perspectives and advice. Uh, don't just take what I have to say. Go do some research. Figure things out. Evaluate. Continue to grow. Um, so the more resources you look into, the more powerful your brand is going to be because you're going to understand how you want it to, to be looked at, how you want to develop it, um, and so forth. So remember, you are your own personal brand. Gary Vandercheck had a couple quotes I, I, I want to leave you with. You have to understand your own personal DNA. Don't do things because I do them or Steve Jobs or Mark Cuban tried it. You need to know your personal brand and stay true to it. You don't do a brand and create a brand and try to replicate somebody else. Don't be a copycat. Be your own brand. And then two, he said, developing your personal brand is a key to monetizing your passion online. That is so true. And I'm, I'm excited to see what some people create and hopefully maybe you create something that is, uh, maybe it's monetizing something, maybe it's not, but you have the ability to expand your opportunities. Uh, and monetization doesn't necessarily mean you create a business online, it might mean you create and find a new job that pays you hopefully some money. Uh, but that job is something you wouldn't have had if you hadn't built up your personal brand. So good things to, to think on. Um, it's just a starting point. We're going to continue to grow um, after our leadership series. This is our next kind of big thing. Uh, it's actually going to be something we touch on and, and I'll hit on over the course of the next uh, four or five, six months because it, it's a process. And so while we'll talk about various things here and then, um, the overlying focus, the umbrella thing that we're going to be doing is building your digital brand. Uh, because you can build it online. Uh, CEOs and companies looked at resumes and said, uh, one third, third of them said, you know what, at some point, social media and those platforms are going to take over the resume as we know it today. That's crazy to think of, but how you build your digital brand might have more of an impact on your next job or next career move than the one page resume that you've used, you know, for the last. Uh, five to ten years and that you know your parents use and your grandparents use so start now start building on it now before it becomes the thing and then you will be ahead of the curve and ahead of other people all right have a great rest of your day let's get better today today's a, an opportunity to get better whether you woke up this morning and you had negative thoughts or whether you had positive thoughts or whether you woke up on the right side of the bed or wrong side of the bed whether your breakfast was amazing or whether it just didn't hit the spot either way you have the rest of your day to make it great and be one percent better have an awesome day talk to you soon deuces all right good morning how are we doing today on this Monday? No, you cannot go home. No. It's, it's, it's a good day. How was the weekend? Yeah? We lost. What was the score? What was the score? First game, we lost one to zero. Second game, we lost four to one. Okay. All right. All right. Well, it, it never is after loss. And well, good. Hopefully, well, what did you do, Emily? You got the sling on. What? what What's your major malfunction? And then if I use my hand, I'll tear my muscle. Okay. All right. Jeez. Yeah. So, I mean, 
nothing, nothing like coming back from a weekend and everyone's like, oh, I lost arm. All right, well, well, let's make it a good week. Let's make it a good week. Um, Want to get to some things and explain to you, again, what's going on this week. I'm excited to um, give you the chance and give you some information so you can start building your brand and some of the things that you put on your brand because, again, the opportunities could be, uh, could be endless. Now, as you see, as I let you know, this week is going to be content. It's all about content. And again, Gary Vee is a big, big proponent with that. Um, I'm going to give you some information, some of the things I'm taking from him because I think it's valuable, but I can't take everything of his uh, to make sure you know about it, so I encourage you. If you want more information, if you want to find out some more ways that you can produce content, some ways you can build your digital brand, go look up his stuff. Seriously, it's well worth your time. It's investing in your own brand is what it is. So you're not just doing it to do it. You're, you're taking time to invest in your own self. Just like um, you know, if you had the opportunity to invest in a, a stock or invest in something that you knew would get you more money, you would do that, right? So this is a way to invest in your own self because who you are is going to be the ultimate uh, decider and the success that you can get. Uh, so I encourage you to do that. So this week is all about content, all about the content. But we did have um, some cool things that happened on Friday. We had our JAG elections, interesting responses. Um, you know, I saw what you guys said about Kiki. Um, okay, um, but it, but it, it was it was good to see because I, I don't want to you know I want like throwing in those odd questions every once in a while because it keeps it lighthearted, um, keeps it random. Uh, but we did have some good results. So uh, we actually had three people from this class get some get some positions. We also had a few write-ins that that didn't get anything, but they, you know a few of you were written in for some positions, which was interesting to see because that meant somebody else thought, hey they should really consider being up for a leadership position, which says a lot about who you are. And so when some of you are more likely to say, I want to back off of this, I don't want to step forward, other people do have some confidence in you and believe in you. And so you've got to take ownership of that yourself and realize, hey, you know what, you might not be perfect, but who is perfect? So you can be a leader and you can still be a leader even if you aren't a JAG person and our student council, you can still take some ownership of some things. Um, but I say that just to remind you guys, you do, do have the capability of uh, doing some great things. Don't let anybody tell you different. You are the only one that holds yourself back from that. Okay, but we did have uh, the secretary was won by Sarah, who's not here today. Uh, she, yeah, she, she's using she's using her vacation days as part of the JAG Student Council. So she's 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 losing vacation days. Yeah. Um, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're this is, we're not holding a memorial for her here today. Goodness gracious! <laughs> yeah, moment of silence. Uh, the treasurer was won by our very own Hunter Poor. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and then the VP Vice President was won by one of our uh, the other class uh, people, Robert Ellison, and then Anthony Hernandez. Woo! You've been appointed. You've been you've been elected. You have to read the fine print on that. But Anthony Hernandez is our elected JAG student president. So I mean, if if you the reason I tell you these names is if you have questions about some things, are you like, hey, I have this cool idea, or you're are you worried? Is there um, we're, to, uh, 
<laughs> oh, goodness. you got to give him his first 25 days or something like that first before you can feature him. But uh, if you have any questions or an idea, like, hey, I'd really like for us to go visit uh, IU some weekend, and we should stay in a hotel, and Jack should pay for it. Well, you can come to me, but now you have some people you can go to as well with your ideas. And, and so uh, while these people aren't getting paid extra money, they are giving the chance to, to maybe set up some things that will benefit us all, okay? And that's the purpose of that. Um, and so I am going to get in touch with those people we look to meet this week. But um, as, you, as we go along, that these people will have some positions to, to make some decisions. And, and I encourage you to be a part of that as well, okay? When they maybe have an idea for you, be a part of it, okay? Because it's only going to help you um, at some point this year, okay? Um, so I encourage you to look into that. Also, this week, um, again, I mentioned it's content week, but Wednesday, we are going to have a guest speaker. Did you get that? We're going to have a guest speaker. Um, it's going to be Staff Sergeant Kevin Jones from the U.S. Marines. He actually came and talked to us last year. Thank you. Came and talked to us last year. Oh, goodness. Just He gets a name president, and then he gets a pass written for him. Just, just unbelievable. Unbelievable. Let's, let's, let's hurry it up. Okay, but Mr. Mr. Staff Sergeant Kevin Jones of the U.S. Marines is going to be here Wednesday. Now, I did not... Uh, yes, sir. He said he a friend of us on Facebook. He did. Oh. Uh, you know who Zach Tharp is? Uh, you ever heard? Right, Zach, I've heard of him, Zach, uh, Zach was trained with him. He went to be in the U.S. Marines. He actually should have just graduated on Friday from the Marines, the basic training. And I don't know, I haven't confirmed it, but I, I let uh, Sar Staff Sergeant know. He's like, hey, I might try to see if Zach can come up when he uh, is a guest speaker Wednesday. So I don't know if Zach would be coming, uh, but that would be a former JAG student. He was voted our president last year, actually, for JAG. Um, and so he might be here, but Staff Sergeant Kevin Jones will be here Wednesday to be a guest speaker. And now you might be like, I'm not really thinking of the military. I understand. Not everyone's always going to be thinking about going the direction of whatever guest speaker we have, but you can learn something from everybody you listen to and everybody you meet, regardless of where they're, the position they're at. Um, you know, I go back to last year we had um, a news reporter from ABC 57. Not too many students were thinking of saying, I want to be a news reporter, I want to be on TV. But some of the things she said um, and the, the stuff she talked about can impact you and impact the things that you are potentially doing. So open up your ears. I'm, I'm going to encourage you to be active. Okay, Don't be on your phones. That, that's, first of all, it's a service member, and he's giving his time to come talk to you. So if you're going to play around and not pay attention on Wednesday, that's reflecting bad on not just me, but I don't care about that, but you. You, want, you have a brand, remember that, and that's looking bad on your brand. So um, actually, the next couple Wednesdays, we will have guest speakers. It just worked out that way. Um, this, this week it will be military personnel. The next couple weeks it will be some college reps coming in to talk. Uh, so looking forward to that. But getting with today, okay, uh, we want to talk about content. We want to talk about what that looks like. And I'm just here to give you an introduction of that. And then I'm going to give you some time this week to start producing some content. Again, working on your digital brand, what that looks like. And so with anything, especially content, you got to get started with it. You can't wait. You can't just say, I'll put it off till some other time. I'll try it when I feel like I'm there because you will never be there. Uh, you have to get started with it now. So getting started, started with it looks like this. When, it, when I click off Adobe because it keeps on to remind me of this. But you have to start with the WHW. 
Not, not the who, but the WHW. That stands for what, how, and where. And this is something I, I modified from Gary Vee. So again, if you have any questions about some stuff, go to him. But the what, the how, and the where. And what those things stand for is this. The what is, what are you going to talk about? Again, I mentioned what are you passionate about? What are your interests? What do you value? That's kind of your what. And you need to start developing that what. Okay, everyone has it to a certain extent. Doesn't mean you are fine-tuned to a certain thing. Um, you know, Josh talked about video games. Well, it doesn't mean he has to be video games for the rest of his life on whatever he produces with his content. But that's kind of your core. And then you can branch out to different things as stuff comes up. But develop that core what that you want to talk about, write about, blog about, put videos out about. Okay, the how, that's the how are you going to do it. Are you going to record yourself? Again, are you going to do a podcast? Are you going to put together a LinkedIn page with a website? How are you going to do that? You need to consider that. The what and then the how. And then third, where? Where is it going to be accessible at? What platforms are you going to produce um, content for? Is it going to be strictly social media? Is it going to be a website you create? Is it going to be LinkedIn? Is it going to be a few different ones? Because as I, I show you a thing from Gary Vee later, you have multiple layers where you just put things out on different platforms. I mean, Josh talked about it. I mean, you're talking about YouTube and podcasts. There's people who put together, you know, a video and they share it on their social media and they share it on their LinkedIn and then they put it into podcast form and then they put it on their web. Like you can just layer it, layer it, and layer it on so many different levels. But thinking through how you're going to do that because that'll be different for everybody. Um, so the who, or the what, the how, and the where. Bottom line is though, you have to get started. You have to. You cannot wait and say, I will be better off starting later on, okay? You cannot do that. Start now. You will never be fully ready. And you might have some times where you create content that you're like, I don't know if this is very good. The only way to get better at it is by trying and failing. But Pablo Picasso, the, the action is the foundational key for your success here. In order for you to get that opportunity, in order for you, for you to create success in your life, you have to get started with it. And that starts with action. Again, whether you think you're fully ready or not, like I don't know everything there is to know about creating a website. Learn as you go. That's, that's life. If you wait till you are 100% uh, understanding of everything, <laughs> you're gonna be waiting a long time. You're gonna be waiting probably the rest of your life to if you think you're fully gonna understand something before you get started on it. So get started on it. And that's the purpose of this week is to give you some basic information, some foundational pieces so that way you can get started. So step one, we got three steps for you. The manifesto. The manifesto is your kind of, you don't have to create one, but if you were gonna create a manifesto, that'd be something that's outlined of what, the, again, the what, the why, the how, uh, the purpose of things, um, your intentions, your motives, this is my view on this topic and this is why I'm going to produce this certain content. So you need to create almost a manifesto and that's asking yourself first, well, again, what are you into? What are you passionate about? What do you value? What do you want to do? You know, what is this ultimately gonna lead for you? Do you have a vision for down the road? Is that just to get exposure for yourself? If, if that's the goal, then make that part of your brand and your content. Is that to sell something? Maybe you have something you wanna sell. Make that your goal, or is it to get a job? Is it to network with other people in the professional world? Is it uh, based on social media? Because if you like social media, then that should be a big part of your content. If you like entertainment, well then somehow entertainment should factor in in the way you produce content. It should be something that's entertaining, not just uh, standard, okay? So factor that in. You gotta share your passion and your truth. That's the bottom line. 
And I underline truth there because if you remember what you know, Gary Vee said last Friday, you've got to be yourself 24-7, 365. And so if you aren't truthful, if you aren't you, it's going to fall flat on its face. Your, your brand is going to fall flat on its face. So make sure it's truthful. Make sure it's truthful. Don't, don't put out lies. Don't put out stuff that's, that's fake, that's not really how you think or believe because no one's going to buy that. No one's going to want to be a part of who you are. Okay? You can say all you want about Nike, um, and some people have, but bottom line is at least they're being honest and upfront with everybody of what their, their views are, what their ad campaign is saying. You can disagree with it, but they're being upfront and truthful. They're not hiding behind anything. Be truthful with your content. Be truthful with what you produce. And then when you share your sh thoughts, make sure they align with your goals. Your goals should align with the stuff that you create. So again, if your goal is to say, I want to get a job in this area someday, make sure everything you're creating is with that goal in mind. If your goal is to just say, I, I, want, um, I want to get X amount of subscribers, okay, well then everything you do should be targeting to that goal to get a certain amount of subscribers, okay? So that's your step one. Step two is you got to create the content platform. So deciding what strategy you want to implement. Everything has a strategy. Every sport, every business, everything has a strategy. So you have to create your own strategy a bit. Okay, and these are the three main methods I'm going to talk about this week um, in smaller forms, but I want to get your mind going. You have visual. Is that a visual thing that you want to do? Do you want to create visual content? Pictures, videos, whether it be short clips or long clips. Do you want to create audio and podcasts, short snippets? Do you want to use the, you know, something on Siri or Alexa? Do you want to go that way? Uh, or do you want to do stuff with a written word? And that can be so many forms as well. They can be from a 140 character tweet to a, a long couple page blog or somewhere in between. Uh, there's a variety of forms of this, but you want to start honing in on maybe one of these right now. Don't worry about maybe trying to be an expert at all, all three of them. Hone in on a couple uh, things and be really good at that. And then start growing and expanding. Uh, do what you were best at. Start thinking about, am I really someone who likes the visual format? And I asked you that on your online presence form because I want to get you thinking about that. What, what do you prefer? Because whatever you prefer is going to be the better way for you to go. And then this is what trips most people up because people overestimate their capabilities or they think, I'm, I think I'd be really good at video, but they, they aren't. Be real with yourself. What are you going to be really good at? Be honest with yourself. Okay. Don't take on more than you can. But also it trips people up because they don't think of themselves as good enough to do certain things. Some of you have some really great thoughts and ideas, and when I say writing and written word, it scares you. <laughs> You're not being assigned a 10-page paper by your English, uh, English teacher. You could get to write something that you want to write in, in any way you want to write about it. In. So, so some of you are going to be tripped up because you're too scared to take the step and saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to try this. You know, I'm going to do this because this is something I want to do. Again, this is something you can do for your own self, not because you're being assigned. Okay, so you want to think of where you're going to put it. And then the third one, how are you going to get it out there? With content, you got to get it out there for people to see. That bottom line. Okay, I take it back to building your digital brand. This is the main question that you are trying to solve. How can I build or create a digital platform or platforms to engage with individuals or potential employers that promote my content, my skills, and knowledge? That's your overall question that's gearing you to build whatever you're building. Okay, so how are you going to get it out there? How are you going to spread it? Gary Vee does it the entrepreneurship way where everything funnels back to his business. Everything. 
and I got a video uh, that I'll play while you're working, but um, everything funnels to one thing. So how are you going to do it? How are you going to get it out there? You want to put it in place where you can get multiple views, obviously. And Josh, I'll let you know his idea is a podcast and then also putting it on YouTube by shooting a video. So he's taking care of two places with one thing. So maybe you decide, I want to create content that I can put on multiple things so that way it gets multiple views. Obviously, if you, if you create something and you only put it on one place, it might get some, but it's not going to get the vast amount of views and looks as if you were to put it on multiple platforms. So think about it. What platforms do you want to use? And you want to get some maybe friendly assistance. If you have a friend who's really good at creating um, and using a certain program, computer program, that could help you with your video editing or help you create um, something that looks really cool and visually appealing to people, get those people on board. <laughs> you want those people helping you out. Just because it's your brand doesn't mean you can't pull some people along to help you out and make your brand bigger and better. So get some friendly assistance. Ask some questions. Uh, maybe you want them to be a part of your stuff. Maybe you ask them, hey, can you be a guest on my thing or can you, um, you know, do something for me on this? Check the reports. Great thing about all Twitter, social media, websites, if you create any of that, you get reports on who views your stuff and how they viewed it in. I mean, obviously, you know, Twitter, you can see the stats on it encourage you to look at those things because if all of a sudden you look and say, wow, 65% of my clicks came from uh, my tweet that I posted, guess what that probably means? You need to focus more of your attention when you create your content on Twitter and you need to make sure Twitter is a big deal when you're creating content. Um, so look at those stats. Stats only help you. They only help you and they allow you to build your brand bigger and better. Okay, but most important, this right here. You gotta keep cre creating and making it better and better. Again, right now, it might not be the best it can be, and I hope it's not. That shouldn't be the goal. If the goal right now is that, man, this is the best my content will ever be and it'll never ever be better, then well, again, if we wanna get 1% better, the goal is gonna be to gradually go doing this with our content, not just staying here. Uh, so understand that you gotta get creating, but you also are gonna get better at it the more and more you do it. Okay, so those are quick th three things that I wanted to share with you as we get building content, as you get creating, because it's very important. Okay, so this is what is going to be kind of your week-long assignment. First of all, I want you to uh, create a, a post or a response to either an article or video. Now, on this building your brand PBL document that I shared, uh, a while back, it's a couple pages. There are articles and videos attached to it. They're already linked there for you. Um, what, over the course of building your brand, I want you to take some information and do some research on it. That's the only way you're gonna learn and grow. Not just by what I say, because if you only take what I say for and go off that, you're, you're gonna be sorely, uh, you're gonna fall short. You need to do some research. You need to, because this is investing in your own stuff. This isn't just me telling you to look at something because eh, look at it. You know, read this book because read it. No, you're, I want you to read and watch stuff that's only going to benefit you. So if you're like, hey, I want to create a podcast. Well, I would encourage you to either watch a video or read an article about creating a podcast and how you can do that and make it better. Not reading an article or watching a video about a blog because that would have nothing to do with you. So I want you to pick either an article or a video and give a post response on it. You got all week to do it. You got uh, until this Sunday night at 11.59. So you got all week to do it. You will have time, like you will have the rest of this class to do build content and do things as well. 
Okay, so you will have time throughout the week. Probably not Wednesday. Don't bank on Wednesday there being work time necessarily. If there is, great, but I would not bank on Wednesday uh, for your planning purposes. But Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you have to write this response. Again, you can either pick a video or an article. So if you pick the video, you watch the video, and then you respond to it. If it's an article, read the article, respond to it. Again, pick something that's worth it to you. Um, and all those videos and article links are on uh, this document. It's the, the building your digital brand document. It's at the, the last couple pages. Okay, so they're all there. It says PBL articles or video talks. Uh, those, is, those are what you will use for this. Okay, great Gary V quote here. You don't have to be a certain person. Use you. Be you. I'm summarizing it. Be who you are when you're creating content. Don't try to be anybody else because you can't be. I think that's physically impossible. Sorry to burst your bubble. But be who you are and create the content that best reflects who you are and your brand. Okay? So that is what I got for you today. Work on creating this. You got till Sunday to do this. Use the rest of the time wisely today and throughout the week to build your brand. Start building some of those things. And also, I encourage you to make it a goal. I'm not making an assignment, make it a goal this week to put out one piece of content, whether it be audio, visual, written. Work to create, put out one, not, not 10. Don't have to worry, put out a billion things. But work to maybe build one by the end of the week where you can put out some form of content. You know, write something and share it on Twitter. Create a video or a podcast and put it out there. I, I encourage you to make that a goal for yourself this week, to create one piece of content that you can um, share. It won't be perfect, but you got to get started. Okay? So you have the rest of the time to begin on that. Again, if you have any forms and documents that I still need, you need to get those in. You need to get those in. Okay? Otherwise, we're going to have to have a conversation, and, and Jennifer is going to come in and probably have to have a conversation. Okay? So please, please get those things turned in. Yeah, the rest of the time is yours to start working on your digital brand and building content. Uh, while, you're, while you're working, I got a video from Gary Vee, and he'll have some good tips for you. Um, I encourage you to listen to some of those things. And if you pick up one thing from this while you're working, it's worth it. Okay? I did have to edit it, so if there are some periods of like weird silence, that's why, because I had to edit some words. But uh, other than that, Use your time wisely. Yeah, I'm, I'm always here for questions. Today, again, adding on to a little bit of content, and in, there's a science behind it, and the big science part is you just going. And so today when we mention visual content, if that's something you're interested in that appeals more to you, I hope you, you, hope you listen up a little more. Um, even if it's not like the biggest way you think you're going to do things, I still encourage you to listen up to it. I don't, I don't want you to tune out because the more you know about all these types of ways to make content will only help you, if not now, later on when maybe you're, you're like, you know what, I have been just doing more written stuff or audio stuff, but I, you know what, I really want to start expanding what I do a little bit. I showed you the links yesterday on Google Classroom. I added the links. There's 10 different places or I put that Gary Vee puts his content out there. 10 different places. <laughs> he expands his network big time. And he does it on purpose because he wants a bigger audience. He wants people to see his brand and what he represents because he knows it'll only come back to him. 
And so maybe you don't have to be the person that goes out and builds 10 different platforms just yet. I would like you to focus on one, okay? Uh, but maybe you get to the point where you're like, you know what, I wanna build a bunch of networks so that way my brand and my talents can be shown on a variety of platforms. Maybe you get to that point, that'd be awesome. Um, but you can, I, I gave you those links so that way you can check out kind of the way he does things because it's always good and you can hear, you know, I'm doing some of that. I'm not Gary V's level, but it's always good to look at some of those people who do a really good job at that stuff and see what they do because they're, they do really well for a reason. So why shouldn't we pay attention to them? Uh, but science of content is king. And I also wanted to make sure, obviously today is a big day in our country. Um, September 11th, the anniversary of that. Uh, how many of you were, I mean, you were alive, right? Most of you were alive. You were an infant. Baby. You were a baby. Were you even one yet? Yes. Okay. I was alive. Yeah, well, I was, I was nine. I was nine, so I was not like forever. I was not old, but, um, and I don't remember a ton, and honestly, the, I remember that day, it was more like Man, my soccer practice got canceled. So I was like, I, I yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know why. I didn't get it. Just everyone had to cancel stuff, and everyone was going home and staying home with their families. Like, it, it was for for me an odd day. And imagine, I can only imagine if like Twitter was around then, uh, how crazy it would have been. I mean, would have been, yeah. I mean, it was not. It was growing, but it wasn't. It was, obviously, it wasn't anything like we have today. Um, I, at least I hope not. I hope people wouldn't have been here. Let me put out my phones. Why don't I just go in and help? So that would have probably, unfortunately. Um, but it, it's a huge deal. And the reason I, I bring it up, it, not just because we have a, a Marine coming tomorrow to be a guest speaker, which would be an awesome thing, uh, but because of what people do on the daily basis uh, to protect us and, and give us some some freedoms. It, it allows you to build your digital brand. It allows you to create content that gives you a chance to have opportunity. And so that's, that's my tie-in. Um, without people responding to this, without people caring for us, you don't have the ability to create uh, a website, create a podcast. You, you don't have the ability to do that. In some countries, you can't create your own content because everything has to go through the government. You have the ability to do that. And so don't waste your time here. Don't waste that opportunity that you could be getting and having uh, by taking advantage of building your digital brand. And it all goes back to you know, pe what people did um, here. And this is a common, uh, common point where we can look back on. I mean, I was looking at a story the other day. People are still suffering from what happened here because they said a number of the first responders and people that went in um, developed cancer because of the smoke and everything they inhaled um, going in there on that day. And they might have survived that event, but they had numerous medical treatments and, and issues going on beyond um, that. And we, so they said some people who were in the thick and thin died six years later. And you wouldn't think of it because you're like, oh, they didn't die at 9-11, but they died because of 9-11. People are still going through cancer because of 9-11. And so the effects are still happening even today um, on something that you know, is 17 years old now. Uh, but remember that. You might hear a lot of people talk about some of this stuff today, but remember the opportunity it, it's giving you. And so by throwing away your chance of creating content, creating a good digital brand, you're not slapping 
our military in the face because you're, you're not necessarily doing that. But you're saying, uh, you know what, I have an opportunity to do something with my life. I'm not going to take advantage of it. Thanks for giving it to me, but no. Like, we wouldn't want to do that. So use the opportunity, use the time wisely. Uh, today, I want to cover visual content. You know, grab your popcorn, put on your 3D glasses, visual content. And visual content doesn't mean just videos. It doesn't mean just pictures. It, it means a lot of things. There's kind of an unlimited number of possibilities. Uh, so again, if visual content is the way you're thinking of going, you want to maybe have some ideas here. I, let's, let's figure things out. I don't know how many of you are more geared to this, but there's a huge power in visual content. For instance, 94% of content with relevant images gets 94% more views than content without. So if, if your content has relevant images, pictures that relate to the things you say, the things you write in your blog posts, or the things you, you talk about, it's going to get more views. It's going to get more looks, which only builds your brand. 94% equates to almost double the views and the boost is noticed across all topics and categories. So not just necessarily if it's just entertainment, but like all types of categories, no matter what visual content you're putting out. If you have relevant images and visual content, it boosts them all. This is interesting too, 150%. Tweets with images on Buffer receive 150% more retweets. It just goes to show that, again, there's nothing wrong with visual or written content, I should say. I, and I encourage you to look into that. But if you pair it up with a good image, just something simple, you will get more looks because of that. Because there's a relevant image. There's some, for some reason, we tend to scroll through short written words sometimes. But if we see a nice image there, we're going to slow down and read it, which will only help you um, and help people understand, oh, that was really good and well written. Um, there's my visual. There's visual getting hit, hit you in the face with a nice visual content. And then the another piece, if, if our brain, 50% of your brain is involved with visual processing, we should want to appeal to that. That's why visual content is such is so big and it's probably the biggest way form of content. Um, you need to consider that. 50% of our brain is involved with processing visual things. So we need to hit the biggest part of our brain sometimes. So adding some sort of visual to your brand is going to be a key in some way, shape, or form. Okay, it's, it's very interesting to see how we are visually wired. And that is something that, again, if you're doing visual content, you gotta look into. Uh, one of the big things here I want to point out, 40% of visual or people respond better to visual info than plain text. So if you put a, a stat or you put a fact or you put something in an image, it'll get more looks. It, the, the content will be understood a lot better than if you just put it in plain text. Now, that's why memes are kind of popular because you see a picture and you see words and it makes you laugh a little bit. Um, so think of how you can integrate sometimes the things you want to say into a visual, into a picture because that will get noticed a little more. It really will. Okay, so interesting looks um, at what visual content might be able to do for you. Uh, really key. Now when it comes to visual content, one of the biggest ways is vlogging. You, you've heard of blogging, obviously podcast is audio, but you can vlog, you can get in front of the camera, you can talk about anything you want to talk about for as long as you want to talk about it. Uh, it's an opportunity for you to uh, work on your skills in front of the camera, work on your communication skills a little bit. Uh, people want to hear what you have to say. If you have something relevant and something good to say, 
and you can showcase it in a cool way via video, people will listen. People will take the time to stop and, and watch, just like you do with some other people. If you see what their, their videos that they put, put out there, you will stop and watch because you're like, I wanna hear what that person has to say. They, they appeal to me. You could be that person um, for a group of people or a multitude of people. If YouTube were the larger, if YouTube were a country, excuse me, it would be the third largest in the world. Pretty shocking. Third largest in the world if it were a country. And that's probably grown since I pulled this stat. Uh, but that's amazing. It, and it's a good thing to look at. You're like, wow, that's a lot of people. Uh, it means that you can be a part of that group. It also means that if you're going to be a part of that group, you have to be a little different. You have to do something that makes you stand out in your category or your field that's a little different than everybody else. Otherwise, you're just one of a billion. And so you have to create something that's unique and visually appealing to people so they want to keep coming back and back and over and over again. Creating visual content is really about whatever you want to talk about. If you want to talk about how video games are the greatest thing since sliced bread, and you want to talk about how you know the old Nintendo is not as good as it used to be, and yada 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 yada. I'm not going to keep talking because I don't know enough about video games. But or if you want to talk about um, you know you want to talk about bread, pull that one out. You want to talk about bread? Sure, you can make a YouTube video and vlog about bread. Go for it. Talk about all the kinds of bread that there are. Talk about how to make certain breads. Who's the best bread company? Who has the best bread at the store at Kroger? Who, what's Subway bread compared to Jimmy John's bread? I mean, you could talk, talk about it, seriously. You can pick any type of subject that you think that you would like to go with and just be an expert at it, really. Seriously, there are no limits. So when you think I have to have this like super great topic, I have to have this super great theme, no you don't. Pick what you like. Take your passion and use that as your, as your purpose. Use that as your theme. And also develop some real skills in your life. When you can tell somebody, yes, I know how to shoot video, I know how to edit it, that's a skill that you can take to whatever type of job you eventually do, seriously. You know, the fact that I remember um, when I was in Michigan, I did some stuff editing some basketball highlights. I would put together videos for that um, and run some of the social media for our team. I didn't think it would translate anywhere, but now that you know I'm doing stuff here with JAG and I can edit some videos and put together some things that promote who you guys are and the stuff we do in our class, well now it's relevant to the job I have now. It, it can be relevant to a job you have in the future. If you can say, yes, I know how to edit videos, I know how to make videos, that's a skill um, in today's world. You can also show how you use certain video systems. You know how to talk in front of a camera then too, that's a skill. It means you have a communication skill. And if you can talk in front of a camera, more than likely you can have a, a decent conversation with somebody face to face, which is gonna translate into you being looked at as a good communicator, okay? Um, and this gives you the opportunity to show what kind of communicator you are if you're in front of a camera. Uh, like anything, you can show your talents and you can translate it into a potential job with this. You really can. And now if you are really interested in doing visual content, especially vlogging, you might want to look into a you know, better equipment as you, move, as you move on and progress. Right now, all you need is your iPhone. That's literally all you need at this point. But if you're like, you know what, I want to keep going further with this. Well, then I encourage you to look at something like a GoPro, maybe a better uh, camera, a better, uh, a better microphone, something that gives you better uh, videos and gives you better visuals. Okay, so look at that, because you want something to be eye-catching. 
you see, if you want to get more information, just YouTube how to vlog. Uh, and you will get video after video after video after video of people giving you their thoughts, their ideas. The more ideas and thoughts you can get from a wide range of people, the better you are going to be. It gives you multiple opinions, not just mine, not just somebody I pull in from the hallway, not just Gary Vee, but it gives you multiple opinions. So I encourage you to look at some of those. They will only help and get you better and allow you to understand what vlogging is. So vlogging is a way of visual content. Uh, you know of a guy, Logan Paul, oh he's, he's well, what, no matter what your opinion on him, I, I do have to say he built up a pretty good brand for himself by starting with YouTube. He does vlogs. He, yes, he creates the skits and does the songs and all that, but um, he also vlogs where he just talks. You can do that. And you, you see what, it's, what kind of career he's built. Again, he has some controversy. I'm not here to like, talk good or bad about it. I'm just saying he built up a pretty big brand. For himself like he is a brand now um, and it started with a lot of his visual content and how he formatted that and how he went about doing that so again it might not be him you want to look at then but I encourage you to look at some other people who you might know of and hey, let's see how they did it see what they did see what they put together on certain videos how they do their own thing um, but there are many types of categories you can use to build videos and visual content too. Again, people want to pigeonhole and say, I don't know. I, there are many categories. So here's a couple. You, if you like comedy, entertainment, you can create visuals with that. Short videos, long videos, just talking about stuff, putting skits together. You can certainly find an area um, within that category. Video games, talking about certain video games, playing video games and talking about it at the same time, um, giving your reviews on video games. Who knows? That could turn into a job offer. A video game company sees that and like, hey, Josh, we want to we wanna hire you. You seem like you know a lot about video games. Let's hire you to work for EA Sports or something like that. Like, that would be awesome. Like, I mean, imagine, imagine, but it could start by what you do here, okay? Uh, beauty, people do makeup tutorials or certain uh, talking about hairstyles and all that. You can create visual content in the beauty field. That could get you uh, job skills and a possible job. You could talk about technology. People give technology reviews all the time. You can talk about, hey, this is how you do this, and this is how you use this piece of equipment to help the average person like me out. But wait, there's more. Comedy entertainment. If you, again, want to make people laugh, if you want to entertain people, you like fashion, you can talk about any type of fashion thing out there. You can make that a visual vlog or on your, as part of your channel, your video channel. You could talk about DIY, how to help people do things on their own, whether it be build big projects, how to work on this car, how to fix this or that, or how to just make simple crafts. You can do a lot there. DIY is a big platform. Exercise and fitness. If you have a passion for that, you better get out there and start promoting your, your ability to lead people in exercise and fitness. There's even more. More comedy, more entertainment. There's so much of that. There's learning, educational. You want to teach people how to do things. You can be an expert. Again, I'm the expert in bread. Let me tell you all about bread and all types of flavors and all the things you can do with bread. Bread number one is like you can have a YouTube channel based on bread or have videos based on bread. I mean, you pick the subject. This is you. You pick it. Uh, art, design, animation. You want to create your own animation series and show your skills of drawing and doing things like that. Create a channel that showcases it. Seriously, you can do it. Sports, there's a way to showcase sports and your ability to either play or shoot and edit sports footage. Uh, music, dance, you are an artist, you're a dancer, you, you play an instrument, 
shoot videos of it that only promotes and gets people to see how good you are at what you do and the talents you have. That's the purpose behind it. You also have a lot of people who are passionate about photography. And this is a great way for uh, visual content. There's, some, there's a lot of people, who I don't, you might know some people, who started their own photography business. You, you don't have to be a certain age to do that. You don't have to have necessarily a license to do that. You just start one and people really like your work because they see all the pictures that you take and they're like, hey, we'll hire you. Trust me, wedding photography is not cheap. You can make a decent living if you, if you, get, if you are very good at it, okay? Um, so if you're interested in that, if you're someone that's like, I do like photography, do it. Uh, I'll reference you to a friend of mine who in high school who that's what he does. He's a photographer now. He goes around and shoots a ton of things in the Chicago area and downtown Detroit. Like he goes all around and does photography and that's his job. He, he just kind of shoots and edits really cool things and pictures and he posts all most of them so that way people see, hey, he's really good at doing photography. I should hire him to do my thing. Um, that allows you to create content and create money and opportunities for yourself. So if you're going to do that, you can be you pair it with words. Think of how you're going to do that. Again, sometimes when you pair it with a word or a quote or a funny thing like a meme, it makes it stand out a little more. Um, obviously, if it's a super serious picture, you don't want to include something like a you know, joke. But if maybe you make it funny. Maybe you're like, I like comedy, so I'm going to shoot pictures that are funny to me. Or if you're just someone who's more serious with pictures, then you do it that way. Um, but it's more, the content will be more remembered if you pair it with some things and you make it visually appealing, obviously. It's good for creative and aspiring photographers. Again, if you're interested, maybe you start adding some pictures to the stuff you do. Uh, all you need right now is your iPhone. That's all you need. You don't need any more than that. If you are serious about it, well, obviously, then you want to look at buying some good equipment, buying a good uh, camera. Uh, buying a good editing software so that way you can edit the pictures the way you want it. Um, obviously you can take it to extremes, but right now don't be like, oh, I don't have a big top of the line camera. Use your phone. Use some editing software. Use iPicky. Use uh, Adobe Photoshop. There's so many free things you can get right now and free apps you can get that you can make a pretty decent picture um, on the cheap. Now eventually, again, you want to make it bigger and better, then you might have to buy some things. Uh, but again, that is a skill that you can showcase too. Yes, I know how to edit pictures. I know how to create images. Hey, if you want to work in advertising, this is something you might want to do. Um, be a really cool opportunity for you. Making great pictures, you have to know some of the formatting options. Again, I'm here to give you some ideas. You go f picture editor online, a website, you will get a number of lists on Google. The only way you're going to explore to find out which one is good for you is by clicking on one, trying it out. Nope, I didn't like it. I'll click on the next one, I'll try it out. I'm not going to give you the exact place you should go. That would not help you. The only way you're going to learn is by trying some things and not liking it or liking it and then figuring it out on your own. That, that, is, that is what I'm doing here for you. I, I don't want, I'm not going to here to give you the answers. I, I don't want to give you the answers. That's not helping you. You need to explore a little bit. You need to find the places that work best for you and how to edit your visual content. Um, but again, you might need to look at some better equipment as you go along if you, this is really something you're interested in. Um, you'd also want to look at when you're creating visual content, the weather, the calendar. In the Midwest, we have snow. You might be a fan of snow. You might not be a fan of snow. But you got to factor in all these calendar events and the timing of weather when you're shooting things as well. 
because if you have a great idea about this summer video that you want to create, but it's November 29th, well, good luck shooting a good summer video in Indiana on November 29th. So you factor in the calendar when you're shooting your visual content as well. All right. Bottom line is, bottom line is, like I, like I mentioned yesterday, you have to get started. And the great thing is, it's unlimited. There are unlimited options when it comes to visual content for you to create. You don't have to say, do this or that. It's not, not like that. There are so many options, it's just where do you want to go? You have to kind of figure it out on your own. You have to brainstorm. You have to try and fail. You have to try something and say, ah, I don't like this. It doesn't look good to me. This is not what I want to create. It's okay. But no, there are unlimited options. So when you come to me saying, I just can't do it, make something that's you. Make it your own. Don't make a visual piece that is just a copycat of somebody else. You, there should be your own unique style and twist on it uh, when you make some visual content. And then you don't have to be a pro. I gotta make sure you do not have to be a pro. You have to be you. You have to be you uh, when you're making visual content. So again, if visual content is something you're thinking of that you wanna go with, explore it. This is just, a, this is some decent information for you, but this is a launching pad for you to say, all right, now let me figure out all this visual stuff I can create. How do I want to create it? What website do I want to use? Okay. A reminder that your response to either an article or video uh, is due this Sunday night at 11.59. So you have the rest of the week, Sunday night at 11.59. You are choosing a video or an article, not both, a video or an article, whatever you prefer. So if, if you got time to watch a video and sit back and watch a video, great. If you'd rather just find an article to read, do that. But I want you to pick something that is going to be specific to helping you uh, create your brand and create better content. So don't just pick something, again, just because. I want you to pick something that is really going to make an impact on you based on the stuff that you want to go after and stuff that you want to learn about. Okay? And that is due Sunday night at 11.59. I do not want to give you any time to, to work necessarily tomorrow. I wouldn't plan on it. I wouldn't plan on you being able to, to have time to work tomorrow because of our guest speaker. Um, if there is time, great, but don't plan on tomorrow being a day where you can get all this stuff done. Um, today, Thursday, Friday, yes, I'll give you time to work on creating content and building your brand, um, but I would not plan on tomorrow, just, just for your planning purposes. Okay? I'll leave you with this last quote. Ensure consistency throughout all of your visual content, your fonts, your colors, your photo filters, your image style, and its personality of the project. It'll make your brand easier to recognize and more memorable. And this is Melanie Perkins. She's the kind of the CEO, the, the big honcho over at Canva.com. Canva.com is a great resource if you're trying to create pictures, create infographics, create logos, create some, uh, YouTube channel art, um, create and mix and max, match pictures. Um, they're a great place. And her point here is if you want your brand to stand out, you got to make sure there's some consistency. You can't have uh, one font for this thing and one font for that. You can't have uh, a written blog post that is in this font and then all your pictures have uh, this type of editing to it that's just really off. So you want to make sure all your stuff is consistent in how you create it and match it together. All right. Otherwise, your brand is kind of all over the place. If you look at any big brand, their fonts aren't different with everything they do. It's, they have a, one font that is their font. Um, it, their colors are their types of colors. So make sure you, you think of that when you're creating visual content as well. All right. Uh, the rest of the time is for you to begin uh, working and building your digital brand. 
building content. Again, a great thing would be to build a piece of content for your, yourself this week. Okay, um, and then I will have some, some videos going on that maybe you can learn from a group that creates some YouTube videos on their own. All right, have a great rest of your day. Remember, those people who are working for us overseas in the military doing some great things are giving you an opportunity to do this today. Don't take that lightly, all right?